Hey guys, Matthew from Subreddit here, and today I'm going to be uh, looking at the r slash entitled parents subreddit, so. So. The most recent post that I could see is is a mom tries to kick me out of dad's house and kicks herself out instead. At the time of making this, this was posted two hours ago. So this is recent and I'm still processing and English isn't my first language, so apologies in advance. M, my mom, O, me, 18, TNT, two small brothers, T is 13, T is 16, it's a capital lowercase. So some backstory, he, M, basically expect us to act as her servants while she does the bare minimum of being a mother and has a long history of abuse and her dad has divorced so now she wanted to be free also she is uh, a failure by all accounts a chain smoking housewife with no skills or friends is there anyone who loves her for that matter so she is basically yeah she has kept her own bct getting really sad even you know, without her even though she is is a bad friend, so too so my dad can't quite tell her to f off. Keep this in mind. So me and my dad go out for some breakfast shopping. I come home. Emma asks me to get her some cheese because she likes cheese. I oblige. After about an hour, she decides to get out of bed. Yelling commences immediately. Apparently, capital T didn't hear her request to make the tea, but T yeah. So, of course, since she's my mom and angry, she, uh, he, I guess, to treat me like S when I, he literally did nothing bad, and T over a simple issue, like, capital T. And I get yelled at to fix all the beds in the house, and berated for how unsuccessful I am for having taken over a gap year, and just how retarded I am, etc. I knowingly didn't do the best job at fixing the beds, because after 18 years of serving the spoiled well, B word, I didn't want to keep doing it as she calls us spoiled. She gets madder, calling us to go to the kitchen. We go. She suddenly starts doing more straight up unfair insulting as we say nothing out of respect and instilled fear because when we are small, any rebellion would get you slapped. I decided to turn around and leave the room. She grabs me in the corridor and tells me to GTFO her house. Dad owns it and she has no right since they are divorced. I tell her it's my house as much as is hers, and she can't kick me out. She repeats, I dare to effing try something. She only says, okay, I'm leaving them, and, and is dumbfounded when I don't beg her to stay and abuse me and my brothers more. <coughs> so I decided to take a shower. Let's all blow over. No need to explode on her and, <laughs> and cause her to have a breakdown and try to hit me. Be effing... Comes in the hallway through my shower and yells at me to leave. I tell her okay and wait for me outside the shower. I get out. She is still demanding I leave. I snap. I state that I don't want to. Well, I state that I don't want her to be a nice, caring mom. Um, I want her to back off on her uh, unrealistic expectations. Yes, it actually says UN. Her uh, an insulting, aka show respect. She openly says that she won't respect us, so I rip into her for being the S-mom and massive, selfish failure she is. She proceeds to threaten to call the cops, and I dare to effing do it. Dad somehow gets wind of this, comes in the house, and tries to talk us out of it. Mom basically 
tries to basically get him to support her and has his uh, wait, where is it? Um Wait. <laughs> to support her and have me kicked out. It backfires as my dad has finally stopped helping like an and act like a spoiled child. She gets up and leaves. After 18 years, I finally made a stand for myself and my brothers, and it ended up being unexpectedly well on my kex. She had genuinely thought she, and still thinks that we couldn't manage her, and IG tried to prove her point and failed effing miserably. It was the most nice and peaceful day we've had in weeks LMAO. Of course, being the strong, independent woman she is, she didn't even last a day outside. Ironic, considering she was yelling at me over how she could do fine outside, but my A wouldn't starve. The S storm only continued, but that's it for part two. But that's for part two if this gets enough attention. Thanks for reading. And this was 98% upvoted with 1.3k upvotes. But that is actually, like, straight up insane. And, uh, and, like, how she would think that it's her house, but her dad, but their dad bought it, and they're divorced. Which is kind of stupid. Alright, on to the next post. The next one is, eh, but the one after that is just absolutely insane. EM thinks her kid is more important than the man in the trauma room. So let's let's read it. Me. Me. PD. Poor dad. Edit. A guy in a really assy situation. EN. Entitled mom. EC. Entitled child. Background. This is a freestanding ER, so there's no hospital attached. With this, we only have 20 rooms, and on most days, it gets filled in very quickly. We have a room, however, that's mostly empty called the trauma room. But when somebody's in there, it means something very, very serious has happened. Important. Later. Also, on this day, it is really busy, as in 40 patients seen before 10 a.m. busy. As a volunteer, so I'm, I'm a volunteer. I mainly stick to the front desk, as the nurses and doctors are running room to room. A woman... Take a wild guess as to EM. Comes in with her daughter. Obviously, EC. Before they can sign in, PD comes running in and yelling. Hang out how this is how his son, in his mid-thirties, is unresponsive and has serious trouble breathing. Hang it. This immediately sets docs and, and nurses on edge as they get the PD's son on a stretcher and wheel him immediately into the trauma room. His father is told to wait in the waiting room as they work on his son, and this guy is pacing back and forth, sweating and murmuring prayers. Almost everyone in the waiting room is looking sympathetically at the PD. But of course, Ian just looks annoyed. Ian comes up to the window and asks how long the wait is. I tell her it's 20 minutes, but it may be a bit longer due to recent patient referencing PD's son, but for reasons I can't tell her that. She glances at PD and rolls her eyes, but turns to sign in at the kiosk while texting on her phone. A few minutes later, I can I can see a teen signed in for abdominal pain. I call her up, and she and EM comes up. Are you? Enter first and last name. Yes, she is. Well, me. Are you? Enter first and last name. EM. Yes, she is. Uh, um, oh, when can we get a room? Me. I need to ask a few more questions, and there's no guarantee that you could... And, uh, Get a room at this moment. Since it's busy and I only have one room open, I need to ask her a few more her, uh, specifics on abdominal pain to see where the necessity list she needs to go is. Ask her what's going on. EC, my mouth hurts. Me, confused. Your mouth? 
<laughs> EMDC gives me an are you stupid look. Me, but you send your daughter for abdominal pain. EM rolls her yes and points to her mouth. Me, abdominal pain relates to your tummy. EC, does it matter? I need to be seen. Me, getting fed up. Does your stomach hurt or does your mouth hurt? EC, it's my mouth. Jeez. Me, okay, I need to change your file to mouth pain. Ian looks like I just slapped her. No, 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 we need to be seen now. Me, excuse me? Ian, my boyfriend just told me abdominal pain is important to you hospital workers. Me, but your daughter doesn't have abdominal pain. Ian, well that boy who is we being wheeled is probably faking. He doesn't deserve to be seen first. Um, me, excuse me? Ian, that guy is older. My daughter is still young. She needs to be seen first. He doesn't live his life. Okay, what? Just because uh, a guy is older does not mean that he is any more important than someone else. At this time, it is dead silently in the waiting room as everyone is staring at EM in horror. The father slowly turns around and looks at EM with tears in her eyes. I think the EM must have fell down his eyes on her because she turned around. The PD quietly said in tears, My son is a wife and kids. Just because he's older, her doesn't mean that he deserves the life. That well, doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve the life he's been given. For a minute, EM just, just looking around at everyone who is staring daggers at her, then just grabs her daughter and stormed out. PD's son was stabilized a couple hours later and was sent by an ambulance to the main hospital where the daughter, where the doctor said that he was put in the ICU. I don't know what happened to him after that, but I hope he's okay. I felt so bad for PD in the story, but some of the nurses talked to me and said that it's sadly not that uncommon. I'm not going to say the two ladies didn't read because I read it. What the frick? What? Alright, next. Okay, I already read... Okay, I already read the next one uh, in advanced, so, and uh, it can get a little inappropriate, so I'm just going to go to the next one. EM and her kid get mad at me for trying to get off the bus. Okay, so this happened about an hour ago. The shock of the situation is now worn off, and I can't stop laughing. The interaction was very brief because they noped the hell out of there. <laughs> My stop is coming up, so I press the button that lets the driver know that somebody's getting off soon. I don't know how it is in other cities, but if the button isn't pressed, there aren't any people at the bus stop. The bus driver just keeps driving. When this is pressed, a light bell noise goes off. Immediately after pressing the button, I heard a kid screech. I didn't care to look. I thought the kid was just mad at his mom. The bus was kind of empty, so everyone had a clear view of the other passengers, specifically EM and EK. Yeah. Um, they actually didn't have, like, a cast list, because it's entire r slash hotel parents. Everyone already knows. But uh, I was sitting at the front of the bus, and they must have seen me press the button. EM, you want to press the button? EK. Yeah! Ian starts talking to herself, but of course loud enough so I can hear. She kept going on about teenagers being annoying and always ruining things for younger children. Uh, given what had just happened and knowing the other passengers were around the 30s, 40s, I knew she was talking about me. I glanced at them and must have had a confused look in my face because Ian starts talking to me. Ian, what? Do you have something to say? Me. No. Ian, my son wanted to press the button. I'm sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. Yes, you did. You got up at everything. Me. I wasn't looking. 
I know that EM is, I mean, I know that EK is doing things that little kids do when they're about to go through a mental breakdown, feeling his legs and sliding out of the seat while making whining noises. Um, I look, I'm awkwardly looking around, waiting for the light to turn green so the driver can finally reach the stop. EM turns toward the other passengers and starts talking about me. I'm still making the... Uh, this emoji face. Sorry, desktop users. I can't describe this face. Finally, I get off the bus, and a dumb du- and this dumb duo doesn't even get off. So the kid could have pressed the button for the upcoming stop. Okay, so I'm actually looking at this on a Chromebook, and I've- but it still showed the emoji. And he's just like, "Sorry, desktop users. I can't describe this face." So maybe there's just desktop and Chromebook, and Chromebooks are don't really work with it. But well, Chromebooks still can see the emojis. I don't know, but this is still stupid. He's yelling for like this EM was yelling at this person for pressing the button, and they didn't even get off at that stop. <laughs> I wonder how many people got yelled at her for not letting her kid press a button. That's like the most bizarre thing ever. Oh, Ian thinks that I'm using a stolen credit card at Petco and goes insane when I talk back to her and then demands I hand over the card. Alright, let's take a look. Okay, I'm on mobile, so please excuse any mistakes or formatting errors. This was actually pretty long, so... So why not just wait until to to use like a laptop or a desktop or something? Alright. Okay, I'm on mobile, so please excuse any mistakes and formatting errors. I already said that. Cast, EM, you know how it is. GK, EM's kid, doesn't didn't say anything, so I'm I'm assuming a GK cashier. Huh, so I'm assuming GK, good kid. Cashier, bystander to my encounter at Petco. Mom, my mom. Maggie, best friend I've ever had. And a dog for reference. Okay, um, I took a look at the bottom. Um, um, so, it said, edit, thank you all so much for the kind words. Instead of being a negative post about EMs everywhere, you all have turned this into a great memorial to Maggie's life. I'll never question the positivity of Reddit. You're all the best. Thank you. This was posted 19 hours ago, starting from when I did this, but... Backstory. This happened about five years ago when I was 15. It's necessary to know that this was before I had a phone, or a credit card, or a bank account, or anything adult-like at all. I did, however, have my driver's permit. Not a license, but close enough. At the time, my dog Maggie was dying of liver cancer, and was laid to rest several months after this event occurred. But in the meantime, a dog still got to eat, right? Both of my parents were out of town, and my brother was in school at his university, so I was well thoroughly alone and responsible for the dog and the house. My mom had left me with a credit card. Trust me, not if, not to be an idiot with it and a way to use it in dire situations. Scene. A few days into my solitude, I noticed that Maggie was running out of dog food, the dry kibble-like stuff. I called my mom and she said I could take the extra car, an old beat-up Toyota from who knows when, to Petco to get some more, and of course, 
to use her credit card. So I scratched Maggie on the head, told her to be good, and I headed to Petco. Upon arrival, I walked to the dog food aisle with no problems. If then I only I saw the only amount of dog food they had was the same brand that we always got was a 40-pound bag. I picked it up, hoisted it onto my basket with an embarrassing amount of effort, and went to check out. I arrived in line just before the woman and her kid got there. The woman huffed something about being in a rush, but I didn't think much of it. I only had one item. This woman, as I was to discover, was to be our lovely entitled mother. Now, those of you who had shopped for dog food, who didn't know that sometimes it can be expensive, and this brand happened to be just that. When the cashier scanned it and requested I pay, I answered the credit card, it beeped, and then it asked me to sign. This, the bag was just over the price where I wouldn't have had to sign for it. That's why I panicked. I've never used a credit card before. I know it's silly, but I wasn't sure if I was allowed to sign it or not. But I thought this might be illegal, and this is where the drama begins. Me. This is my mom's credit card. Am I allowed to sign for it? I asked the cashier. Cashier. I don't know. That's something I'll have to talk to the bank about. Me. Sorry, I've just never done this before. And this is when Ian decides it has become her business. Ian, you know you should, probably shouldn't be shopping with a stolen credit card. Me. It's my mom, so it's alright. Ian, then your mother isn't being responsible. She should be keeping things like that away from kids. Does she even know that you're here? Me. Yes. Ian, my children would never steal my credit card. Neither they would lie to an adult. She gestures to her kid who looks miserable, as if he knows what's about to happen. This is the point where I get confused. Lying? I was accused of lying? I wasn't even sure what I was lying about. Me, I'm not lying. And she flips out. Ian, don't talk back to me, you little brat. <laughs> you talk back to me when you're shopping with a stolen credit card? Me, oh yes, because the first thing I do with a stolen credit card is buy a 40-pound bag of dog food. She seems to be less confident in her claim now, but E.M.'s never backed out without a fight. E.M., did your parents not teach you any respect? Here you are yelling and screaming at me when all I've done is voice my opinion. Me, voice your opinion? You're saying I stole a credit card. She's clearly not used to talking with teens who have a mind of their own. You little ass, do not talk back to me. Give me that credit card so I can return it to its rightful owner. Uh, me. No, I just need to buy this dog food. Cashier finally steps in. Just fine to the bag, kid. E.M. now feeling teamed up on. Don't let him buy that! It's a stolen credit card! He's a criminal! I still find it funny that she didn't ever call the police despite calling me a criminal. Makes me think she, that she was only arguing only for the sake of not being wrong. I pay, sign for the bag, get my receipt, and head back to the car. E.M. is still blabbering on how theft is the law. She starts insulting me the typical em things brad disrespectful ass immature little boy and then starts insulting my parents calling the swine barbaric irresponsible and not knowing how to raise a kid out of pure curiosity i weighed the card her her to see what she does after checking out her she walks to the car with her kid sees me raises both hands and promptly flips me off yes very mature indeed she's clear clearly she is embarrassed but didn't want to admit being wrong and then it's just the whole thank you who for reading stuff. Yeah. I know it's stupid. And of course, this is probably one of my favorite ones of all time. I've read this one before. But it was a post from about three months ago. This is like my favorite EM post of all time. Uh, no, I actually could really use her. But... Entitled mom pushes my brother off bridge, ends up shot.
So, it starts off with stuff like, you know, your whole, whole, what? Uh, EM titles are fake. EM titles are fake. Well, they actually have a subreddit dedicated to fake EM stuff. And that's on r slash entitled parents memes. And you probably know that if you've ever read the rules of this. So, entitled mom pushes my brother off bridge. Ends up shot. Hey, and then, and then yada yada yada, that's the first paragraph about how, how stuff is fake. I've definitely lived a crazy life with some crazy friends and enemies, and I've had my fair share of idiots. I lived in I live in a medium-sized city town with about forty thousand people, and the and much of the area is rural. I live I was about nine at the time of the Great Shove. There is a bridge that connects two very popular hiking trails that runs over a wide river. Despite its length and width, the river is only about fifteen feet deep at its deepest point. Anyway, the trail is packed. Hiked it in early summer to late fall, because so a bridge is the only way to access the other trail without taking a swim in the river. <sighs> um, my dad, my brother, and I requested the bridge to get to the other trail when my dad requested that we stop and, uh, and do that kid thing where they hoist themselves above a railing with their hands but stay in, the, in that position. He was enjoying the view when uh, this absolute whale of a woman, and I mean absolute hunk of a lord, maybe 380 to 430 pounds, came run waddling up to us. She didn't have a senior manager haircut, but her head was shaved and in the stubble of her hair was dyed red. She had one of those baby curves that she strapped to her chest with an infant in it. The EM promptly st well, stopped right behind my brother, uttered, You're not setting a good example for my daughter, and promptly yeeted him off of the bridge. It just says yote him off. But in retrospect, she probably should have just eased him off. But my memory is a bit hazy from that part. Naturally, my dad, me, and everyone else crossing the bridge were in shock. I saw every I saw someone immediately dial 911. And my dad began yelling at her. I was just bawling and looking over the edge while I saw my where my brother had surfaced. The drop was about 25 feet, but there's no way he, he landed on his feet after he tumbled off. A bunch of people started yelling at him to swim to the shore, but I could see that he was too busy screaming and crying to listen to what they were saying. So, when I first read this, I, I was just imagining that it was like a freezing cold ri river with like... But... But yeah, a twenty-five foot drop—that that is still so scary. Yeah. Um, I turned back to my dad, and the lady was matching his level of anger and shouting as loud as he was. I could hear from the yeah, where things like I don't want your son to be a bad influence this to my, for my daughter. What if she tried to do something about that? I don't care about your effing daughter. Why the hell did you just push my son off of a bridge? A squad car pulled up about ten minutes. Well, about after ten minutes, the trail was wide. My dad had had dashed off to f try and find my brother, and a bunch of hikers were yelling at the EM to try and prevent her from running. I probably, sh I should probably say waddling, away from the scene. The baby was somehow completely cold this whole time. The cops hop out of the car, shine over to the EM. They must have had Karen senses. Um, one of them opens their mouth to say something, and Ian turns around and tackles the officer, scratching at his face and screaming like a banshee. The other comments, several hikers immediately try to pull her off. Not because she was attacking the cop, but she had practically belly flopped onto him with a, a big baby on her chest. 
As soon as they get off her, she starts running at the cop again. Uh, Shot that have held, held the baby uh, must have broken because <laughs> uh, this is still this is just so good. But because someone has scooped her up, so the cops could take action. The second cop immediately draws her gun and puts a bullet through her shoulder. After shrieking so loudly that I thought I was gonna go deaf, the whale passed out, and and then the cops took her to an ambulance that was waiting by the squad car. Baby was crying, and a paramedic took her from him and carried her away. Also crying on sob and sobbing until my dad appeared with my soaking wet brother about twenty-five minutes later. The cops asked him uh, asked us a crap ton of questions. I had to answer most of them because my dad had left to find my brother, and I was only nine. That slowed things down a bit. My brother was fine, but was totally shaken. He got diagnosed with PTSD six months later. We got home and slowly began to recover. Two weeks later, we got a letter from the police department saying that the lady had a serious undiagnosed mental health issues and most likely saw my brother as a threat to her child rather than a story of him being a bad influence. Despite the surprising results, I still hate her for what she did to my sweet little bro and I will never forgive her. This was back in, the, the, in early 2013 and she's still serving her, her seven-year prison sentence for attempted manslaughter, child endangerment, and assault. I heard she was also in a rehab rehabilitation session, so I hope she can come to her senses. Thanks for sticking by me for the whole story, folks. And then TLDR, and then edit. Like, seriously, though. What? But, yeah, that's going to be all for this episode of uh, Subreddit. I hope you enjoyed it, and, uh, yeah, I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye.